Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. Hello, and welcome back to the Sarah Centrella Show. Today is my Monday short coaching episode. Um, and so I wanted to talk about one of the things that I work with my clients on a lot because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, and also a lot of executives who work from home. I think a lot of us work from home these days, post-COVID. Um, and so I wanted to share with you my routine for working at home and also kind of my morning routine. Now, keep in mind that I have been working from home since 2012, so, God, nine years, um, and the first four or five years of that was uh, in corporate. I was in corporate sales um, in my previous life before I started doing this full-time, um, and as a corporate sales executive and a single mom who had full custody of her kids, and they were at that point, all small, they were like in uh, elementary school and, you know, summers were really tough when I think during COVID, most parents got this, but back in the day, no one got it and no one cared, but I had to go through, um, you know, the summers working from home, full-time job, trying to, you know, keep the kids quiet while I'm on calls and all of that stuff that, now, you know, most of us are pretty familiar with, but, um, so in order for me to kind of keep my sanity, I had to come up with a schedule and some routines and some really specific things that helped me transition into the different roles that I have in my life, um, and kind of keep my sanity. So these have been, uh, tools that have helped me both as an entrepreneur since I started doing this full-time in, uh, 2017, um, because it, that even gets more difficult, you know, it's one thing if you're working for a company and typically, uh, you're working a nine to five for the most part, you can kind of close it down and, um, go about your life if you're working from home. But a lot of times as an entrepreneur, that line is really blurred. Um, and I know many who work around the clock or, you know, waste away half the day and then wind up working at night when they could be spending time with the family. And it's just really hard to get a good uh, rhythm and routine going. So the first thing um, I'm going to start us off with is um, obviously the morning. So let's start and just kind of walk through the day. Um, and the very first thing that I've found to be really important is the energy that I get out of bed with in the morning. Now I will preface this by saying I'm not a morning person. I do not love mornings. I've never loved mornings. I would sleep till noon every day if given the opportunity. Um, I'm much more of a night owl. So putting a morning routine in place that I stick to was not easy. Okay. Uh, so if that's you, understand that I get you and you're not alone, but it can be done. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now, for example, um, when my girls are in school, um, you know, they're up at 530, 6 in the morning. So I'm up every morning at 630. I'm getting them their lunches. I'm 
you know, packing them up, making breakfast, getting them out the door. So I know right off the bat that um, during the school year, my day is going to start at 6.30. And the first thing that I do when I wake up and I hit, you know, my alarm is I say three mottos really quickly to myself that kind of set the tone for the day. So I'll say, today is going to be a great day. Something amazing is about to happen. I'm excited to see, um, you know, what is around the corner, whatever. So I'll have something that will really kind of uh, set the positive intention for the day, set the expectation for the day um, that gets me excited to get up and get going. And that is before my feet hit the ground. That is the very first thing that happens. Um, And then when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm literally going through my I am statements. If you're one of my clients, you know I am statements are a big piece of the overall central method that I teach. Um, That is part of the think it step and also the say it step. They're super critical because that is literally how you change yourself. So you pick IMs that are aspirational. They're who you want to be or how you want to feel or how you want to be treated. Um, And you say them to yourself every single day until you become that. And it might sound silly, but let me tell you, it is so effective. It works every single time. Um, and there's lots of reasons why that works. I'll do another show on that, uh, specifically when I get into doing some mindset stuff, but, uh, just know that it is a perfect way to start your day as you're doing your two minute brush. The whole time I'm saying things like, um, I am beautiful. I am successful. I am attracting incredible people into my life. Um, whatever your specific things are that you want to work on, that is your moment to pump that in your system literally fill your head full of it, get yourself jacked up for the day and in a space that you feel like you can take on the world and you know who you are. Cause that is how I define myself. I get to define myself. The world doesn't get to define me. Social media doesn't get to define me. No one gets to define me. I create those definitions for myself and I become them. Okay. Okay, so after I do that, um, then my day begins. I'm going downstairs, like I said, making lunches, getting everybody out the door. Um, And then a very important piece of your morning. I used to just have my morning coffee. And some days that would be all I would have until three or four in the afternoon. Obviously, that's not healthy. Um, And so the last couple of years, I've made a very intentional practice with my self-pride challenge to make sure that I am nurturing myself and taking care of my body the best I possibly can um, and my health as well. So I eat breakfast with my coffee now and I make sure that it is something good, something filling, protein, you know, the things. A lot of times I'll have uh, yogurt and oatmeal together. So I'll get that um, done right off the bat in the morning so that I have about an hour before my workout. So that can kind of settle uh, as well. And then the next big tip is you have to schedule your workouts. You have to block out the time in your calendar. Otherwise, guess what? People are going to fill up your calendar and you're going to be in that position of like, well, I had the intention of going for a walk today or I had the intention of working out, but my day just got crazy and, and I wasn't able to do it. But if the time is always blocked out on your schedule, you will make it happen. And trust me, I've tried every version of this. And the only way that I have been able to be consistent 
and show up for myself in that way is if the time is always blocked in my calendar. So what I have is I usually try to hit um, a class at the gym that's from nine to 10. Luckily they have all kinds of classes in that time slot so that I can get a variety of workouts in. And I do not open up my calendar for anyone to book anything until 10.30 a.m. Now, I know that might be kind of crazy uh, for, for you, and you might be like, there's no possible way I can make that work, and maybe you can't. So maybe you're hitting, your schedule allows you to hit a 7 a.m. class. I wish mine did. It conflicts with the kids getting out the door. So, um, so by doing that, by making that time sacred and by giving myself enough time to not only get to the gym, but get back, get dressed and be ready for my first meeting. If it's at 10 30, um, that has enabled me to schedule the workout, stick to it, create a habit around it that I no longer am, you know, having this war going on. Like, should I work out? Should I not work out? Etc. It just layered it in really seamlessly. Um, I schedule my classes a week to two weeks in advance. They're on my calendar. Um, so I, that makes me show up. I just, I don't even think about it. I just grab my stuff, walk out the door on it goes. Okay. So all of those things help to get my energy, both physically and mentally and all of that in the right place for when it's time to work. Um, and those first meetings. Oh, and I did forget one thing in my very first, uh, early morning routine, actually, before I even brush my teeth. I douse my face with ice cold water, as cold as I can get it. Um, and I'll do that for about a minute. So I'll just keep washing my face with ice cold water or I'll put an ice pack on. Um, that helps speed up the process of my brain waking up and my body waking up and just, you know, take something that would no joke, take me probably an hour to kind of feel like I'm waking up turns out into five minutes. So I think that's an a important component of the morning as well. Uh, and then after I have my workout, I come home and every single day I get dressed fully. That's new for me years and years and years. I worked from home, um, and would not even like brush my hair or take a shower, or, you know, be in sweats all day. Um, and let me tell you, it affects how you show up 100%. If you don't believe me, just try doing it and you'll see the difference. It completely uh, affects your confidence. It affects how you come across. It affects whether you're ready for anything that comes up during the day. Um, so if I get a surprise call that, you know, a TV producer wants to jump on a Zoom and talk to me, I don't have to go, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not camera ready. No, I'm ready. Great. Let's get on. Let's talk. So ladies, take the time, do your makeup, do your hair get dressed, get ready. You're going to feel so much better and it's going to make it feel like you're going to work. Even if that is just opening up your laptop on your dining room table, it just makes a difference. Um, and then the next thing that I do in my routine is I schedule uh, specific tasks. So back when I was in corporate sales, I would schedule my live meetings. In other words, the meetings I had to be out with clients I would schedule them for Tuesdays and Thursdays. So those were like my out of office days. I knew I was going to be out meeting with clients on those days. And then it left the other days of the week to make sure I was doing all the other tasks associated with my job, whether it was following up, setting new meetings, contracts, whatever. 
And now that I work for myself, I Monday through Friday, uh, usually I'm Monday blocked off for the most part um, so that I can do internal work stuff for my business. But um, all of my meetings are only between 1030 and usually about 4 p.m. That's the window um, that I'm available for meetings. And the rest of that time, I make sure that the evening is sacred. So it's very rare that I'll have an evening meeting. Um, I've done kind of group sessions in the past on like a Monday evening, and I don't do that anymore. I, my evenings are are sacred. So if you're an entrepreneur, I suggest that you look at your schedule and you know pick um, a day that you always do, let's say marketing, or you always do outreach and, and sales or whatever those tasks are for your business um, and break it up. Be like, you know, from 10 to 12 on Monday, that's what I'm going to do. So be strategic about it, write it down. Um, I have what I call my master list. It's always right in front of me on my desk. Uh, and that's where all the brain dumping is going of everything I need to do. All my to-do lists are there so that it's out of my head. I know that if I'm ever kind of stuck, I'm thinking like, Hey, you know, what I, what should I do for this hour? I can flip through that quickly, find a task that I can achieve, you know, and finish in that hour. So that really helps me stay organized, feel less overwhelmed, um, and really feel like I'm making progress every day on good days or not. Uh, and then the last kind of piece is really respecting the boundaries of your time. Like I said, for me, five o'clock is an absolute cutoff. I try to cut off at four, but um, five o'clock is when everything is shut down and I am literally walking out of my office and closing the door behind me so that those little things, all those little things help my brain transition into the next part of the day. So I can let work go. I can leave it. And then I can move into the next part of my day, which is a part that is connected with my family. You know, my girls will come down, we'll cook dinner together. We'll watch a show together. Um, I'll turn the music on. So, you know, doing little things like that. Like as soon as I walk out of my office and into the living room, telling Alexa to put on my favorite playlist just helps get me to release work and step into the next part of my day. And I will say that that is one of the most important things that you can do is really start to understand and value the other components of your life. If you don't, you will feel burned out, overwhelmed, frustrated, all of that. Like, how could you not? Because everything bleeds together. So the only way to back out of that cycle and to begin living a balanced, happy, and joyful life is to start valuing the other aspects of your life, truly. You have to value things that bring you joy. And by doing that, that means I'm scheduling them. I am putting them in the mix and putting them in my routine so that every day I'm experiencing, even if it's five minutes, I'm experiencing a little bit of that. Um, for me, one of my passions is cooking. I love, love cooking. And if you know anything about me, you know, I love Italy. So, you know, if I've had a tough day at work, um, and I walk in and I put on a Pavarotti playlist and I start sauteing some onions and garlic and a little olive oil, then I can let it go. 
right? And I can get into the moment. I can allow kind of joy and presence and those things to come into my life. And I'm telling you, it is so critical. So if you don't know what your things are that help you feel that way, then that's your task. Figure it out because it is so important um, as a way to de-stress, decompress, and refuel and recharge yourself. One other little hack or tip that I'll share with you that I used when I was uh, in corporate sales and back when my kids were really young and I had to drop them off at daycare, um, I used to imagine various coats that I would wear. And that just kind of helped me compartmentalize my day, kind of put them in little boxes so that I could show up in my day as the various roles I needed to be rather than having everything bleed together all the time and feel like I'm kind of failing at everything. I've found, especially for myself, that if I show up in the task that I'm at and I give it 100%, then I can be successful. But multitasking is a freaking lie and it's not (laughs) an effective way for at least me to function. So I really try to step away from that and do my time blocking instead do my boxes as I call them, uh, instead so that I can be more effective. Um, so one of my little brain tricks was I'm a very visual person. So I used to imagine that when I would walk out the door to go to work or drop off my kids at the daycare when they were young and go to work, I imagine myself putting on this like beautiful product coat and grabbing my, you know, expensive, um, Uh, briefcase and whatever. So I imagined in my mind that I was stepping into work mode and my work mode was my product trench coat. Um, And then when I would, you know, go pick up the kids and, and work's done. Right. And I'm um, spending time with kids. Then I would imagine I'm putting on my juicy sweatsuit, right? (laughs) Or whatever the case is. And I I would, I would always change clothes immediately. As soon as I go home, get out of my work clothes and get into, and I do that now still, because I'm in my work clothes every day. Um, So I'll go get something comfortable on so that immediately I'm doing physical things that are aligning with the um, boundaries I've set up in my life so that my brain can connect those two and it just becomes habitual and it just makes it a whole lot easier to snap into those separate transitions really, really quickly rather than, you know, your brain taking an hour or whatever to kind of release and catch up. So once I'm mentally saying, Oh, as soon as I have the sweats on, I can let the day go and I can be comfortable. Um, and then I'm physically doing that. That really helps a lot as well. So hopefully some of those tips help you organize your work from home life, um, in a little bit, maybe more effective way, even if you're plugging in one or two of those tips, something resonated with you. Um, I'm going to put an outline of that here in the show notes so that you have it uh, and you can take notes and and just fill in your own schedule and see how you can adapt or apply any of these tips to customize your own schedule in a way that is effective, that is not overwhelming, and that you feel like you are in control of for the most part. Uh, And you feel productive and good. Because like I've said a million times, everything I do and everything I teach is about setting yourself up for wins. So doing things that help you automatically win 
I'm for it. I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Um, okay. So don't forget that on Fridays, I do a fun giveaway, support the show by going and commenting on any of the posts in my feed on Instagram. Uh, and then pay attention to my stories because that's where I'll announce the winner. Thank you so much for supporting, share the show. That would be amazing. That's, uh, also how you give back. And if you want to work with me, I have those links here as well. All right. Until next time, hustle and thrive. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review, and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on The Sarah Centrella Show.